0: What a day. What a day. The only thing that let me choose was this. <laughs> so I can spread all out on it. and It's great. So, well, welcome home. Welcome home. It is really good to be with you here at long last. Uh, what a special time of worship together. I, I want to uh, speak as briefly as I can today um, as we mark this first morning service <laughs> in our newly renovated home and then We are going to do a little bit of worship, then we're going to get everybody in together. I know it'll be pandemonium and chaos. We'll get the kids in, but then we're going to have a a prayer of dedication. And then we will have coffee, which is going to be great. So, and by the way, we have uh, BCV branded mugs now, but listen carefully. (laughs) If I come to your house, and find one of those mugs, you have to tithe double. <laughs> so, um, And I uh, just, just want to say that uh, the renovations are beautiful and, and wonderful. They're still not 100% completed, so if you're like, why is that like that? There's just, you know, things like snag lists and stuff like that. Um, uh, believe it or not, these are the best chairs we've ever had as a church. But but they're not our new chairs. They're actually our backup chairs. Our new chairs will come in a couple of weeks. So so there's a couple of things. There's some things with the um, the leaded glass windows and some screens over them, and one or two other things. Um, but you know, it it's almost done. So if you see something, you're like, oh gosh, they forgot about that. We might have actually, but. Um, <laughs> Chances are it's on a snag list somewhere, or it's in a supply chain issue, or or something like that. And um, uh, we just needed to get in and be in our home, didn't we? Yeah. And uh, if you couldn't get to the open house yesterday, I'm sure at some point we'll be able to, to show you the rest of the building. Uh, as well and we're going to be easing our way into the building and learning how it works and learning how to do church on Sunday morning again after not having done that for a while and so we're not going to be launching like 100 uh, new programs this week right off the bat uh, every system we've ever had kind of needs a rethink um, and uh, so we're just gonna ease our way into this space. We need to uh, catch our breath and find our feet a bit, and all that is gonna come in due course. Uh, however, uh, the first wedding is booked here for the summer, which hopefully is the first of many, uh, and we're looking forward to baptisms and dedications and so much more, which is super exciting. Well, there's many different things we could do with today. Um, but we felt like what what the important thing was is to come together in worship and express our gratitude, our gratitude and celebrate what the Lord has done with us. There is gonna be plenty of time for us to talk about what the Lord has for us to do in this space and to do with this space, uh, how we can serve (laughs) him, how we can serve each other, how we can serve the local community and see the kingdom come here and across this city and even beyond that. And all that's important, that's really exciting. Uh, worthy of our attention, and the Lord's been preparing us for this for some time, but this morning we wanted to simply come and celebrate and be together and worship and pray together and respond with our gratitude. We're a community that's been through a lot, and this is a big moment for us to acknowledge a few things with gratitude and rest together in the Lord's goodness and provision and the home. He's led us to and provided for us. So here's a few things that are important to mention, and then I wanna take us briefly to the scriptures. And you don't need me to tell you uh, that we've been in a strange space as a community for a good few years now. Uh, In the past couple of weeks as we've spoken, we've compared it to the wilderness wandering of the children of Israel, never having a home of our own, always just figuring it out somehow in borrowed or rented spaces making do with what was available, and that's what the Lord had for us for years and years and years, over two decades, and we had the grace for it because he gave the grace for it, and we saw the glory and the provision of the Lord in the wilderness, but it did grow harder and harder, and if you were around up in Rosemary, they were so kind and generous to let us be in their space, just their... their, they're just wonderful, wonderful, godly people to help us out. Um, but you will have known that trying to do church at one in in place that's not your own just, just was really difficult. It was the last leg of a long journey, and the grace had kind of just about run out for that. And as of today, those times are done. And uh, we are going to plant churches and send people out, but we have a home that the Lord has provided for us, and he gently but firmly led us here, and it's surprising, um, and un, but it's undeniable, and we're grateful to the Lord for his provision. And we're grateful to the Lord that he didn't just give us a basic building, he gave us this building, and that we did have the resources to purchase it, as Darren said, and to do the renovations. It's simple but beautiful. There's enough space for us, and it's flexible enough for us to be who we are and to do what we're called to do. And to not just hold services once a week, uh, but to do any number of crazy wild things with all the different rooms and, and, and ground around this place, which is exciting. And we're grateful for this place as a home to rest in. And I think we need to do some resting. Um, those, there's lots of to do, there's lots of excitement, but there's also lots of healing that needs to be done. So to borrow some words uh, of a man from East Belfast, the healing has begun. So we're grateful uh, also that we're not just beginning with a blank canvas. Uh, We're part of an already strong and existing legacy. Worship and prayer and sacrificial service and giving and ministry has been happening on this space since the mid-1950s. And that means something. And some of you uh, remember uh, being in here and there was all these marvelous 16-foot-long uh, oak pews that were beautiful um, that are no longer here. Um, but I would just love to tell you uh, what happened to those pews. Uh, the Loudon Guitar Company uh, bought them and took them, and they are now guitars. And uh, this one right here, Um, uh, they gave us two for the worship team to lead you in worship. And this guitar right here uh, was made from the pews. And so the pews are singing and worshiping on, and we're worshiping with the pews right there. So isn't that wonderful? And uh, if you're in here, uh, any time of the day, really, you can really feel the, the prayer, and you can feel the worship that's happened here for, for decades, and the sense the presence of the Lord is here, and uh, we've just sensed that He's been waiting for us. He's been waiting for us to come and <clears throat> to raise our voices and to dedicate our lives afresh to Him and to His way. Uh, this past summer, Um, uh, Harmony and the kids and I returned to some of our old stomping grounds in uh, Chicago, or as you would say, Chicago, Um, (laughs) and um, we were right down in the center of the city, and there's a a building uh, called Fourth Presbyterian Church, it's right on Michigan Avenue, and it's surrounded by these enormous skyscrapers, and it's a beautiful old... Building and the city kind of grew up around it and it has like a garden space in it and I used to go sit in the garden in the midst of the hustle and bustle of the city and pray so we went and, and saw it again and it's really hard to see from this photo I took because I'm a terrible photographer um, but it has a, a, a thing of Jesus and the 12 disciples and then written above, above it in the arch which you kind of can't see from the picture is this. It says the master is here and he calleth. For thee. And we don't have that inscribed anywhere yet, um, but I believe it's true. The master's here, and he's waiting for us, and he's calling for us. He's calling for you in this moment. He's calling for us to hope in him and to rest in him and experience his love. The master is here, and he calleth for thee. So we have been placed here by the Lord who's gone before us, who's been waiting for us to this space that already has this legacy of worship and prayer and love for Jesus and dedication to the word of God and ministry and hospitality and... Um, we raised a bunch of money for the sensory room, which if you were had a tour yesterday, you got to see the sensory room and, uh, and all that. And it's wonderful. We found out yesterday, because somebody came who, who used to belong here and go here and teach Sunday school here. And they came through and, and saw, saw what had happened to the space. And they told us um, that, firstly, they, their room for children's ministry was the storeroom up there. <laughs> uh, and the other thing they told us was that for a while, a special school rented out uh, the classrooms, and a special school was in here for a couple of years. And so it's just a really interesting, where with us taking a step in that direction with a sensory room for people with additional needs, um, there's just, we're just part of something bigger. And the Lord is leading us in all of these really interesting ways. And we're so grateful for that and for our own vineyard heritage of word and spirit and intimacy and friendship with Jesus and expectation of encounter with Jesus and his kingdom and compassion for the poor and the vulnerable and and much, much more. We're swept up in a number of different legacies now, right? And of course the legacy of the saints through the ages and even now this, this Methodist legacy of Wesley and the Vineyard legacy of Wimber all meeting together. And of course the legacy of faithful men and women in the churches of North Belfast who loved and served Jesus through the darkest days of the Troubles and even to the present day. We are part of the body of Christ here in this place, uniquely placed here by God, to serve and to love him and others, and we're grateful that we get to be part of a legacy, and we look forward to what the Lord is gonna continue to build in and through us. This is a day of answered prayer. We're grateful for homecoming and for rest, and it builds our faith for how he will lead us into the future. I want to thank a couple of people as well. Um, I want to thank you, Darren. Thank you, I want to thank you. Uh, I'm incredibly proud of you. You are a resilient, godly, robust, wonderful, generous uh, family here called The Vineyard, and you are a joy to lead. Thank you for sticking. Uh, with us and with Jesus through massive challenges. Thank you for loving Jesus and people sacrificially. Thank you for going on this crazy ride and persevering in prayer and keeping going through thick and thin. And thank you very much. I want to thank our board, Darren, Lila, Tim, Matthew, Alan. Uh, They have all worked really hard on this project as well as the normal duties and responsibilities of of board of directors. Their work and their support and their vision and their courage to go for this uh, was essential. And so we're hugely grateful to them. Maybe you give them a round of applause. And then uh, three guys that put in countless hours and blood, sweat, and tears David Kernahan, Johnny Lewis, and Michael Humphreys. They put in so much work on the tech and sound and lighting and visual setup. They did this all as volunteers. They saved us enormous amounts of money. Uh, They did an amazing job at great cost to themselves because they love our church, and it is just amazing, and they also built a drum booth that might survive a nuclear blast (laughs) as well, so it's wonderful, and so I just want to thank the three of them who put so much into this. I think every time I came up here, at least one of them was in here working on something, so would you give those guys a huge round of applause? And then I want to thank and honor Alan, Alan Carson. Uh, uh, we would not have this space and it would not look like this without Alan. Uh, Alan's many gifts came together as he was the point person for this project for BCV. I kind of followed him around and, you know, chose a podium and that was about it and <laughs> smiled at people and attended meetings and pretended like I understood they were talking about things like that. But Alan's gift of leadership and faith. And strategic planning, his attention to detail and financial knowledge, his ability to work hard and push through endless decisions and problems, uh, his ability to work with people well, and his love and commitment to BCV kind of all came together in this. And we would not have this beautiful space without him and we owe him a great debt. And all the while he was still leading Storehouse and BCV Compassion and a few other things as well. And so Alan, we are grateful and we honor you. And to reward him the other day, we all left and let him be alone and arrange chairs, which is what he really wanted to do. And so, uh, yeah. Well, I want to just talk really quickly from the scriptures and um, just to finish us off. uh, And I want to take us uh, to a number of places in the Old Testament, because as you know, if you've listened to the preaching in the last while, in my private times with the Lord, I've been in the Old Testament and I've been... um, and thinking and, and praying about our church and this move and what it means. And, and as I prepared to talk, I was looking at the times when God's people uh, dedicated buildings or things. And I found a common thread of worship in many of them. And then it, again, it repeats in the book of Psalms. And so uh, it's, it's really prominent at important times uh, in the people of God, a particular phrase of worship. And then it appears in the prayer book of God's people, which is what the Psalms are. Um, and so uh, it appears firstly in First Chronicles 16, verse uh, 34. Uh, and it's, this is um, when David is leading the procession of the Ark of the Covenant back to Jerusalem, and it's placed in a tent that he has constructed it for it, and the people sing. So I'll just read that out for you. As it pops up, I think, yeah, it's right there. He appointed some of the Levites to minister before the Ark of the Lord to extol and thank and praise the Lord, the God of Israel. And I think it says, does it say anything else with it? No? Did I forget that part? All right, just go on to the next one. It'll be fine. So David's leading the procession, and then the people sing. And then in Second Chronicles, uh, chapters 5 and 7, Solomon, David's son, dedicates the new temple. And there's huge prayers, there's sacrifices, and the Lord's presence come and fills the temple. So much so that the priests are overwhelmed and the people see the glory of God. And then they sing this phrase, He is good and His love endures forever. And that phrase, he is good and his love endures forever, pops up frequently when God's people are dedicating buildings or things and it runs through the Psalms and I think it's important for us today. But the place I wanna take us to and show us really quickly is Ezra, the book of Ezra. Ezra chapter three. Now between Second Chronicles seven and, and the book of Ezra, a lot happens to God's people. The people of God, they're not faithful to him and after many years and many prophets and many warnings, That the people would turn their hearts back to God, that God finally moves and acts, and they're under judgment and they're conquered by foreign kingdoms and their temple is destroyed and they're taken into exile in Babylon for between 50 and 70 years. But after that, a remnant returns from captivity to rebuild Jerusalem and to rebuild the temple. And the books of Ezra and Nehemiah talk about that time in the history of God's people. And in Ezra chapter three, the remnant rebuilds the altar and they relay the foundation stones of the temple Solomon dedicated but it was destroyed and now it's about to be rebuilt. And again, in Ezra chapter three, verses 10 to 11, it says, when the builders laid the foundation of the temple of the Lord, the priests in their vestments and with trumpets, and the Levi's, the son of Asaph, with symbols, took their places to praise the Lord as prescribed by David, king of Israel. With praise and thanksgiving, they sang to the Lord, he is good and his love endures forever. And all the people give a great shout of praise to the Lord because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. And it's this refrain, He is good and His love endures, um, sung with praise and gratitude, the foundation of the Lord that is running through the scriptures and I think is important for us today. But look at verses 12 and 13 of the book of Ezra chapter 3. But many of the older priests and Levites And family heads who had seen the former temple wept aloud when they saw the foundation of this temple being laid, while many others shouted for joy. No one could distinguish the sound of the shouts of joy from the sound of weeping because the people made so much noise and the sound was heard far away. There's this mixture of weeping and joy weeping at what had been and was lost, weeping for what had been, they'd been through, and yet weeping as they stand at the beginning of a time when God was with them, and rebuilding them and moving them forward in his love and care. And so they weep and they shout for joy at where they are now and the goodness of the Lord. And the tears and the joy, they, they mingle together so much that they can't be distinguished. And, like, why, why am I bringing this up now? Well, it's, this is a powerful moment for us, and it's a joyful moment, and it's a very emotional moment for us. Some of us can remember BCV at the start, its earliest days, and you've been part of it for over two decades, and we are here knowing all the joys and the sorrows The amazing and powerful things and the hard and heartbreaking things. And it's a joyous day and it's an emotional day because of all that's happened to get here. And then others of us, we joined really recently and it's pure joy. And this is so, so good and it's like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Uh, And others of us are somewhere in between all of that. And we're all coming together. And coming before the Lord in reverence and in gratitude and with full hearts. And for some of us, it will come out and has been coming out as tears at this major milestone. um, Because you're full of joy, but it's been hard along the way. And for some of us, it's coming out as shouts of joy and laughter. And for many of us, it's both all at the same time. And all of that is okay. Because at... At its heart, today is about stepping into the rest and goodness of God for us and his faithful to us, faithfulness to us with praise and thanksgiving and joy. And just as in the days of David and Solomon and Ezra and the psalmists and the people of God for generation after generation after generation, as we step into this building, we want to give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his love endures forever. So rather than just talk about that, I felt it was important for us to worship with that and to sing that. So if I could invite the worship team back up, they're gonna lead us in that refrain. And then after that, we are gonna invite our children and those who are on our very first Sunday In our first building, they wanted to be with our kids in kids' ministry because we're building a legacy of faith here. Uh, We're going to invite everybody back in and have a messy but wonderful dedication prayer moment. Does that sound good? All right. Well, if you would like to, um, would you stand with me? I'll pray, and then the guys will lead us. Lord Jesus, we recognize your sovereignty, your grace, your goodness, your power, and your faithfulness to us. And we wanna respond by singing of your goodness and your love. So come Holy Spirit and may we step into the legacy of David and Solomon and Ezra and the people of God through the generations And proclaim your goodness and your love. Come Holy Spirit. Take your seats. Well, we are going to invite the youth and all the children in. Uh, If you have a baby in the baby's room, if you wouldn't mind uh, going to collect that child, all of the rest of the children will be brought in here to you, and they will fill this space here. It's going to take a few minutes to do that, but once we fill this space, I will somehow bring us to order. We'll pray a dedication prayer, one song of worship, and then the coffee will be on, and I think there's donuts, which would be great. So, we're gonna do that. Talk amongst yourselves. We're gonna bring people in. Again, if you're a parent and you want to get the, your, your baby, that would be great. The rest of children will arrive in here in just a moment. So, talk amongst yourselves. It's great to see you guys. There's more coming. The youth are coming and a few more babies and toddlers are coming. So, keep talking amongst yourselves. We'll start up in just a second, but it's wonderful to have you guys in with us. What would you think of your room? Was it good? Yeah, is it a bit better than it used to be? Yeah, yeah good. Anyone dreaming about five aside? I am. It's great to see BCV youths sneaking in the back there. Is that us, Katie? Is that everybody? Okay. Well, first thing, guys, I need to do is take a family photo. So I'm gonna do that. All right. Show us your best side, everybody smile. All right. Well, boys and girls, I hope you had a fun, fun morning. We had fun in here. Well, I did anyway, I don't know if anybody else did. But uh, this is a really special morning. It's our first Sunday back in our refurbished building and we wanted to bring everybody in to have a moment together We wanted to thank God, we wanted to pray, and we wanted to dedicate this building, and we couldn't have done it without you, so I'm glad you're here to help us, and uh, we love worshiping Jesus, we love that you want to worship Jesus, and we're going to pray, and we're going to dedicate this building to Him, but we're also going to dedicate ourselves to Him, and we are going to pray about some things that we'd love to see happen in this building, so can you help us do that? Is that okay? All right, well, the prayer is going to be a little bit long but don't worry it's important you know and it's just good to do things like this uh, every once in a while so prayer is going to come up and I am going to read the white parts and you are going to read join with me in the big bold yellow parts does that sound okay and we'll dedicate this building on ourselves and and then we'll worship and it's going to be great all right all right well let's pray Father, we come with joy and praise to you for your faithfulness to us. As you are with us during the past years of wandering, be with us now in this home you have provided. We remember that you have gone before us and have been waiting for us in this place. We ask for your protection, grace, and strength. As we receive this gift of a church home, we say thank you, Lord. Today, we dedicate this place and ourselves afresh to you and to your service. Our desire is to remain in you and bear fruit that will last. We ask that our children and our children's children would encounter you in this place. May this be a house of worship, thanksgiving, and praise, a house of hope, forgiveness, reconciliation, joy, and peace. We say, yes, Lord. May this church be a light in the darkness. May we welcome many to this place and see many come to saving faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Increase our capacity for hospitality, generosity, and kindness. We long for this place to be a sanctuary for the vulnerable, the stranger, the poor, those fleeing persecution. All tribes and nations are welcome here. We say, yes, Lord. May many learn the scriptures and may the faithful preaching of God's word be blessed and anointed with power. May this building be a house of wisdom where people of all ages learn and are formed in the way of Jesus. We say yes, Lord. May this building be a house of belonging. Draw us together into true and deep community. Help us pursue each other in love and friendship and to enjoy one another and the good gifts you have given us. May this house be a home and a family to many. Draw us together in unity. We say yes, Lord. May this building be a house of miracles, and we proclaim that the kingdom of God is at hand. Lord, heal the sick here. Release your prophetic word here. Drive out darkness here. May many experience your power and your kingdom. We say, yes, Lord. The scriptures proclaim that holiness adorns your house. May each person who enters this property know that they are on holy ground, and we commit to holy lives before you. May this be a house of prayer, and may we be a people of prayer. From the youngest to the oldest, fill us with your Holy Spirit, and give us a hunger and passion for you. We say, yes, Lord. May this be a house of laughter and fun and rest as we enjoy you and your good gifts to us let your kingdom come and your will be done in us and in this place may your Holy Spirit continue to inhabit this place and may your glory shine here for generations to come we say come Holy Spirit now Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, sanctify this place, for everything in heaven and on earth is yours. Yours, O Lord, is the kingdom. You are exalted as head over all. Amen. Let's do a closing song of worship, and if you would like to, please stand. We'll worship together. we join together and say this building is open. Just lastly, before I close this in prayer, um, the wonderful uh, tree painting that needs fingerprints for leaves will be in the hall there. So again, parents, supervise, you know, that, that kind of thing, um, but don't forget that. Uh, there's coffee awaiting you at the back. There's donuts in the foyer. Let me close us in prayer. If you would like someone to pray for you, uh, we would love to do that. You can come up here, uh, but it's time to celebrate. Lord, we are so grateful. We thank you for this wonderful morning. We thank you for every life here. And we ask you to multiply our family in this place. We bless your name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message. For all the latest information about what's happening in the life of our church or if you have any questions or comments, head over to BelfastCityVineyard.com.